Hello friends and welcome to episode number 187 of Backflips and Maple Dips. It's Patrick here in Halifax, Nova Scotia. He's Justin in Saskatoon, Saskatchewan. <laughs> Justin, <laughs> tough weekend for Toronto sports teams. Yep. Um, I, I'm, not, I'm not doing this to make fun of you because it's not funny anymore. Like none of this is funny. But the Toronto Maple Leafs have lost their fifth first round series in a row do you have is there anything left to feel no for this i haven't had feelings in my whole life so i've never felt anything (laughs) so i won't i don't plan on starting anytime soon it it's just fresh like i watched the game and it from my point of view and i i hate the maple leaves more than any other team in professional (laughs) sports i hate them from my point of view, which was very biased from the from puck drop until the end of the game, the Leafs dominated that game in every capacity and yeah. still lost because the worst player on the Tampa Bay yeah, Lightning somehow had two goals. Somehow had two goals. The same thing happened to the Red Wings in Game 7 of the Stanley Cup Finals in 2009. Fucking Max Talbot yeah, scoring, uh, scoring two goals. And the the wings lose two one when they they should have repeated, but anyway, whatever. This isn't about the Red Wings. This is about <laughs> the Toronto Maple Leafs. Um, I mean, they need a goalie. They just need to score goals too. It's true. You're not gonna win many game sevens when you score one. No, but Jack Campbell wasn't very good during the playoffs. No. No. I I don't know. You can't really blame him. No, I don't know. I don't even know like I I don't know where the team goes from here because he's a he's a free agent. They don't have a backup right now because they got rid of other guy. They got they like they waived Mrazic, but he's still in the organization. So they got to try and yeah. get rid of him somehow. Is Eric Hallgren the answer? It no, Shogren's not the answer. Uh, Joseph Wall. No, there's nobody internally who I would feel confident starting more than 15 games a season right now. So what it really comes down to is they're either going to have to trade for a goaltender or they're going to have to sign one. And the pickings in free agency are usually pretty slim. The cost is usually yeah. like extortionate. So they like Austin Matthews had eight points in six games. Uh, non-existent. So did Marner. On the score sheet in uh, uh, Game 7. Actually, yeah. where's the stats at? Because I'm looking at yesterday's stats. I apologize. I'm just trying to find, like, at the end of the day, like, uh, Austin Matthews, uh, Mitch Marner, and William Nylander have combined for one goal in all of their elimination games together. It's like seven or something like that. Yeah, I don't know. One goal. You know more. Just, you know more of the stats than I do. I don't even look at that shit anymore. Um. Yeah. I mean, I understand, but like, they had uh, at least three players who were point per game. I mean, like, you can't ask that much. Like, like who? Who's to blame? Who's to blame? Team. The whole team. <laughs> I mean, yeah. It's just like it's ridiculous. Like. We would have we be having a different discussion though, even if the team had eked out a two to one victory themselves rather than losing two to one. We'd be having a different conversation. 
it would be yeah. the Leafs have toppled the defending reigning Stanley Cup champions. Two-time Stanley, Stanley Cup, Cup champions. champions. Yeah. A- and instead now it's just like the silence uh, of Leafs Nation is it's just... Fine. At least Boston lost their first-round series too. It makes me feel better. Yep. They lost. Uh, the Edmonton I Oilers... I lost and I hope Calgary loses tonight too. <laughs> okay, that's just Chaos. Um, I mean, at this point, Edmonton goes through... Edmonton are waiting for the winner of Calgary and Dallas. The whole world, I think, wants Calgary so we could get the Battle of Alberta as well as the Battle of Florida. Rangers play Pittsburgh. I honestly don't care who wins that game. Uh, I mean, it'd be funny if the Rangers won just because I like to see Crosby lose. Um, This Fuck hockey. I'm tired of talking about hockey. Let's move on. Um, if you like what we do here, we're a baseball podcast, so follow us on Twitter, at BFMD Podcast. Go ahead and DM or tweet us your questions. Give us your ice-cold takes, whatever it is. <laughs> Blow up the team, bring back Gibby, fire Charlie. We want to hear it, uh, even if it is asinine. <laughs> it's just sort of our thing. Uh, you can find us on all the major podcast outlets. You, all you have to do is just type in Bat Flips and Maple Dips into your google search and you'll find us uh website is bfmdpodcast.com thanks for taking the time to listen to the episode it's going to be a shorty today uh go ahead and leave us a review or a star rating to help more people find us let's get into it justin this was a shit weekend for the jays unfortunately seven runs in three games resulting in a 2-1 series loss to the tampa bay jeez the tampa sports teams just stomped our ass um do you want to just get right into it let's just get yeah. into these games just talk I about mean, there's not really much to recap because like you said those they scored seven runs and yep. had less less than 20 hits in three games or something maybe was 20 I don't really yeah know. uh we'll 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 go back to friday the five to two loss um things were you know top of the eighth we tie the game up everybody gets excited uh, and then Tim Mesa comes out, uh, or no, it would have been in the bottom of the eighth. Gossman's still out there. Can't get it out. Puts guys on. Mesa gives up, uh, you know, a couple of hits. The runs start coming in. So the Rays, uh, scratch three runs. They go up five to two. And then the rest is just History. nothing, <laughs> nothingness. Um, I'd say the highlight of this game, I was actually impressed with the Tampa uh, pitching. I know that uh, <laughs> Brooks Raley was uh, not very good. He gave up three hits uh, on 0.0 innings pitched. Uh, he was the pitcher in the top of the eighth that kind of blew the game for them. But, like, man, they've got so many good role players who they, they just they get it done when it needs to be done. Yeah. Thompson, Kittridge. Adams, it's just they saved by committee. Um, just superior management, I think, is what it comes down to. This team was five for nine with runners in scoring position. The Jays were two for five. Um, another error, Kevin Gossman with a throwing, a very rare throwing error, although it was in the first inning, so it didn't have an impact. Was it the first inning? I thought it was in the eighth. But or no, it was in the eighth. Uh, my apologies. Um, really what it comes down to is 
uh, pain, <laughs> sorrow. You just, I mean, it, you, you can't drive in the runs if nobody's on the base, and if nobody's on the base, then nobody's hitting, and if nobody's hitting, you don't win baseball games. Uh, yeah. George Springer got hurt. Uh, it looks like it's day-to-day. Justin, are you worried about Springer at all? No, he played today, so. Yeah, he dh today. Uh, whatever. Nobody looked good at the plate today, so whatever. Uh, interesting. Worth noting, I mean, Santiago Espinal continues to make solid contact. Very happy about that. Tapia, uh, two for <clears throat> two, for two uh, replacing Springer. Uh, Vladdy got another hit. The streak continues. Uh, but it's a loss, so who cares? Let's move on to Saturday. Uh, the Jays. <laughs> the big breakout happened, everybody. The Jays won 5-1 to one in uh, what was really a very tight game right up until uh, <laughs> the implosion on the mound uh, by Ryan Thompson. Uh, really impressive hitting, though, uh, from... <clears throat> Tasker Hernandez, Danny Jansen, Santiago Espinal. Yeah, Shout out to back, Danny, Danny Jansen, Jansen. Who, Danny Jansen came into this game with an OPS of like 2.167 or something like that. He left the game with a higher OPS, uh, a lower batting average, but he went one for two with a home run, a walk, and a hit by pitch. Uh, this is sustainable, right? Like this is Danny. This is the real Danny Jansen. Yeah, Danny Jansen is the greatest baseball player to ever live. Uh, he was. Just, it's just great. I love watching his at bats now. Like I'm gonna be watching him, uh, all season because like we talked about how like oh like if he hits 20 home runs that'll be impressive. He already has three home runs in like four or five games. Yeah. Like I mean, the dude is just. He's locked into something. I hope he has an all-time season because we're, we're going to need something to talk about. Um, yeah, Tasker Hernandez looked more like himself. Uh, I love the way he pimped that home run. God, that was beautiful. Uh, he went two for five. Espinal, two for three. Uh, Alejandro Kirk, 0 for two. Or 0 for three with two strikeouts. Matt Chapman, 0 for five in the leadoff spot. Yeah, that experiment's got to be over, right? I mean, the only did it for one game because Springer yeah. came back so hopefully yeah Chapman oh boy uh he's really I don't know where you put him in the lineup eighth yeah who would you rather have leading off right now Ramiel Tapia or Matt Chapman most days Tapia <laughs> oof uh yeah, hundred and eight came uh, back. <clears throat> That's right. How do you feel about uh, Rio? Would you would you see? Would you like? I thought he pitched pretty well, considering he only gave up one run. Uh, they left him up yep. there for seventy one pitches, I think. So uh, I mean, yep. Gave up the solo shot was to lead off the game. Then he only gave up three hits after that and only one walk. Yep, it was a Mickey Mouse home run too. It went yeah. three hundred and thirty something feet. It wouldn't have been a home run in like more than half of yeah, barely major league baseball. Short corner and right field there. Uh, yeah, and for those of you thinking that Teoscar Hernandez could have jumped to get that, the ball was eleven feet past the fence. Yeah, <laughs> so it was unless three thirty three at a three twenty two fence. So yeah, uh, if Teoscar Hernandez's arm could anyway. stretch like five more feet in the air he's not Mr. in addition Gadget. to jumping yeah like he's not inspector gadget he's not 
Stretch Armstrong, so like shut the fuck up. It was a it was a cute little pop up that would have been a double in in pretty much every other park unless they were playing deep. Uh, it was a good piece of hitting, um, but Ryu yeah. looked very uh, competent His after that. Velocity was up again from what we saw yep. at the beginning of the season. Ninety one. I saw ninety one. Ninety two even once. But... Yep. And this was a recovery, like, uh, like I mean, I didn't expect him to throw any more than seventy pitches. Uh, yeah. He threw seventy four in Buffalo. Yeah, means his uh, next his next turn out it shouldn't have it too many limits. So. No, and it's against the Reds, so I mean, yeah. who just lost a game. And they'll have an extra day of rest too, because they get an off day after this upcoming series. Yeah, that's so. right. Um, yeah, those same Reds. Uh, lost a game today despite no hitting their opponents. Yeah, which is the first time in history, I think. <laughs> They're truly making history this season. It is the most Reds thing ever to happen, but it's also the most Pirates thing to happen yeah. in a long time. Just ridiculous. Yeah, they won on a fielder's choice with the bases loaded. <laughs> I fucking love that. Because the baseball. Reds couldn't turn a double play in time. Yeah, um, Garcia uh, looked good yesterday. I was I had the tweet ready to complain about him <laughs> and uh <laughs> it was just i was ready for it, but he got out of the jam uh so good for him and <laughs> Mesa got the w he looked strong and then romano uh looking a little bit more like himself in the ninth not a safe situation but whatever uh he hadn't gotten work in quite a while because the jays were too busy worked much in the last two weeks yeah, I mean, it's hard to when you're losing all the time. But I'm not trying to be a negative Nancy. That's just the way that it is. Your closer doesn't go out there if you don't need him. Yeah. And we didn't. The Jays were lucky um, to get a couple home runs because they only had three players, or they only had three at bats with margin scoring position. And yeah. they were one for three. So, I mean, at least they were able to bring they some made it, around. <laughs> they made it count. Tampa finally fell victim to the, uh, the runner in scoring position drought that exists in mlb going 0 for 5 mm -hmm. uh they also had a fielding error but you know i don't feel bad for them it was nice to take one off the race they're the best team in the division uh over the last five years if you look at yeah just every by every metric i can think of uh and i i still expect them to compete uh for the division title uh, yeah. uh they're just good they're well managed game was depressing it, <laughs> it was it was it was looking like it was going to be a close game until the sixth. I mean that's when everything kind of went awry. Yeah. Um, Manoa was was cruising. There's a couple. There's a looper and a broken bat hit, and then they get a ground ball to Chapman. They should have turned double play, but in rare Matt Chapman fashion, he threw it away into center field and allowed the run run runners to come around to second and third. And then there was a pass ball on Kirk. Oh, that allowed uh, two runs, or that allowed a run to score. Um, so two of the earned runs charged to Manoa, out of the three were unearned. Yeah, he gave up five hits, no walks, struck out four over six innings, and he got saw with the loss, while only giving up one earned run. So that's tough. Chapman made another error, and I think it was the eighth. I'm not yeah. sure. You could probably count on one hand the number of times Chapman has committed more than one error in a game. Yeah, I don't even know if he's ever done that before. But yeah, a couple of throwing errors. He airmailed Vladdy on a ball, but I mean, it's gonna happen. There was only two errors he's committed this season. I don't anticipate him committing too many more. But 
it's going to happen every once in a while. Yep, uh, it is what it is. I God, I'm so tired of fucking saying. But Man, like, it, it sucks that like, Vladdy's on a 12 game hit streak right now, but at the same time he's only hitting like 246 in his last 15 games because he's only getting like one or two hits here or there. Yeah, he's not. He's not bad. But he's um, not, he doesn't look like himself. This team top to bottom just doesn't... Yeah, he hasn't had a multi-hit game since May the 3rd. Yeah. It's the uh, second day of his hit streak. But, you know, Springer didn't look great leading off. Bo, back to his old ways. Uh, Bo had no hits this entire weekend, I think. Or did he have yeah, one hit? One for 12. One for 12, yeah. Uh, Chappie had nothing. Um, Chapman hit two balls to the warning track yesterday, to be fair. That's true. Yeah, the ball. I mean, I'm this not going to bitch. The, ball's, the ball. ball is dead. We we keep hearing it around baseball, and the players are saying it. Like, there's just no, there's no life in the baseball. They hit it, and it's like hitting a lead weight. I don't know. It's it's weird. But I do mean, you want to hear an interesting fact? Sure. You might not have realized. Do you want to know who else has a hitting streak right now? Santiago Espinal's on a nine-game hitting streak at his. At the nadir of his uh, season, so like uh, he was hitting 247 on Star Wars Day, uh, he is all, or according to like, I guess the MLB.com, he's all the way up now to 282, mm-hmm. uh, at which is a uh, is the top batting average on our team for players who are qualified. Yeah, uh, rocking the 800 like OPS. So a lot of people are saying, oh, Santiago Espinal looks like an all-star. I, I would say slow down. Uh, I would say he looks like a very good second like baseman. He's like an everyday baseball player. Yeah, he's got two home runs, 15 RBIs, three stolen bases. You Playing sort of extrapolate defense. his numbers. Yeah, good, good, solid defense. He's not making mistakes. He is still striking out uh, quite a bit. So is everybody. Uh, but so is everybody, yeah. this is a, the, the ball is dead. Um, that being said, this was a tough one to watch, man. I was so, as soon as, as soon as that's You just had a feeling that the game was over when those runs came in. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Just looking at this team and what's going on at the plate right now. Yeah. Uh, Danny Jansen went 0 for 1 in a pinch hit and, um, yeah, I love Danny Jansen. I'm so happy to have him back. (laughs) That's really yeah. the the highlight it's of this good, weekend. It's good that the team is at full health again, minus Biggio, who's still playing with Buffalo. Um, yeah. I anticipate we'll see him back, and that'll probably mean that either Vinny Capra or even Bradley Zimmer goes down. They may keep Zimmer just for situations like today, where they put him in literally at a point where he's not going to get an at-bat, because that's all he's good for at this point. Yep. He's just he, catching I, the ball. I don't see Bradley Zimmer getting very many at bats, and no. when the rosters contract in two weeks, I gotta think that he's well, he's gonna be the guy, and it'll be a three man. It's gonna bench. be pitchers, I think, who get sent down. Well, I mean, you can. They'll probably go fourteen and twelve, right? Fourteen pitchers, twelve. I don't know if they'll be able to. I th- I'm not sure. Yeah, I don't know. We'll, we'll or it might be out. thirteen and. 13 or something like yeah, that we'll see what they decide to do but yeah zimmer zimmer and capper are the two guys at the bottom of the totem pole obviously 
Yeah, which uh, is weird because Heineman is still on this team, isn't he? No, Heineman got sent down when they activated Jansen. Oh, yeah, that's right. Okay, yeah. So Zach yeah, Collins, Collins is... has got to be close because he hasn't done shit in the last two weeks either. Yeah, but he's definitely above Bradley Zimmer and Vinny Capra. Yeah, definitely. if they're going to keep carrying three catchers, then they have to keep him. So Yeah, but I mean, Kirk is... Uh, uh, Kirk is hitting better. Yeah, he's, uh, he's been... He's raised his batting average up quite a bit. Uh, well, I mean, he's hitting... He's hitting shitty, but... Yeah, 174 in the last week, but over the last 30 or two, well, we'll do 15 games. He's hitting 265, which is good. A 700 OPS is now the new 800 OPS. <laughs> yeah, it's the new 1,000. Uh, Fuck. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's pretty pathetic, but uh, yeah, I know you. I know we talked about this a little bit. The standings are meaningless, and it's true that they are. It's worth noting, though, the Jays are still currently <laughs> occupying a wild card spot, thirty-five yeah. games into the season. It means Talk to nothing. Me in sixty like, games, if they're still in the same spot, I, I still it's That's worth noting that thinking. anybody who's saying that you know fire Charlie or or trade players or oh my god, I wish we had Grichik and all this stuff, like just calm down, okay? It's frustrating to watch this team lose games, but if you look at their strength of schedule. It's it's the hardest fucking schedule I think there is, except maybe the teams in the AL West that seem to just routinely beat each other up, split series, because uh, they're all above five hundred. It's wild. Uh, let's talk about the Seattle Mariners who come to town. Uh, we get them for a three game uh, series. Very excited. We. We'll be missing Robert Ray. We won't get to see him. Uh, we will be seeing Chris Flexen in the first game. Yeah. Uh, Flexen's metrics are some of the lowest uh, of any starting pitcher you can find in baseball right now. He's one for five on the year with a 4.24 ERA, 1.26 whip. Uh, he get he gets a lot of guys to chase, which has to be juicy for him because the Jays do nothing but chase. Uh, but he's got uh, an adequate walk rate, but his fastball velo is way down. He's got an average fastball spin. Everything else is in like the bottom third of of MLB. So it's a juicy opportunity for the Toronto Blue Jays to to prey upon a, a pitcher who has really just been struggling to get going this year. He tops out at 95 in the fastball. His cutter is uh, mid-80s. Could be juicy. Uh, uh, early 80s change-up and then a 70-something curve. Just don't swing at the fucking curve, guys. Just, like, take the walk, for God's sake. Um, any final thoughts you want to say about uh, Chris Flexen and the Mariners? Is there anything? No, I, I think you covered it. Just yeah, they they've got to start being more selective at the plate. Or just seeing that chase rate too high for the Blue Jays this year. Um, yep. I don't have the updated stats in front of me, but it's way too damn high. <laughs> uh, and, yep. and Flexen does get chases, so that's the one thing that I would like. If you're struggling at the plate, one thing that I've always heard from hitting coaches and things like that around baseball is, like, just go up there looking for a pitch. Like, if a guy throws four pitches, look for the cutter. Look for the fastball and look for it in, like, 
you look for it on the inner half or the outer half of the plate, pick a spot and decide like if you see a pitch there, what, decide what you're going to do with it. Take it the other way, pull it, hit it up the middle, like decide what you're going to do to it so that you can put a good swing on a baseball and try and execute on that just to see if you can start doing it one that bad at a time. And then you start building a streak, you start getting your confidence back up. Even if you don't get a hit, but you still get the kind of swing on it that you want, that's at least yep. up there and accomplish your objective, right? So. I, I would rather every player in the lineup go 0 for 4 with 4 strikeouts, getting caught looking at a curveball, as opposed to just chasing something like stupid out of the zone just for the sake of yeah. like, well, maybe I can hit it. No, you can't. You can't. So, yeah. I would say the strategy for Flexen is make him force him into the zone, force him to throw cutters and fastballs in the zone and take your best swing. Yeah. But only do it when you're ahead in the count. Don't do it when you're behind. Agreed. Um, let's move on to Logan Gilbert. Uh, Logan Gilbert is 4-1 and one on the year with a 2.13 ERA. Decent start for him. Um, fastball velocity is excellent. The guy is a bit of a flamethrower. Uh, he's he's uh, his K rate is in the upper echelons of the league. Uh, everything else is kind of eh. Um, his curveball doesn't spin a lot, which means it could be a hammy, uh, which is kind of interesting. So yeah, look for high nineties fastballs. Uh, almost all of the rest of his stuff doesn't even touch that. Yeah, doesn't even touch ninety. So. There's going to be a distinct difference. Uh, so if you just key in on the fastball, which he's like the other fifty-eight percent of the time, so yeah. So I mean, he he's performed quite well. So I mean, he is blowing the ball by a lot of guys. Take your rips at the fastball. Uh, the curve is a little bit faster than Chris Flexen, and then his slider is in the mid eighties, which is not you know out of the ordinary and then he's got a, a mid-80s change up uh depending on what his delivery is for that i i'm kind of curious about that but he just looks like a one pitch pitcher right now nothing else is working for him but when the fastball works he's getting he's getting wins so uh this might be the tougher uh matchup i think out of the three so you say kikuchi will pitch first against chris flex and then we've got jose barrios who don't look at his advanced stats. They're really bad. Uh, he's off to a just probably the worst start he could have fathomed. Um, any thoughts on Logan Gilbert or Jose Barrios? I, yeah, I'm looking for Jose to keep that ball on the ground. But, I mean, man, yeah, like you said, his his advanced metrics are not good this year. It's it's really it's interesting to see. Um, like, offense is down around baseball, but... When Barrios is on the mound, it looks like it's 1950 all over again. Yeah. Uh, Barrios, this is the, he's off to the worst start of his entire career by yeah. a considerable margin. Nothing is working. He's getting the crap hit out of him. The velocity, uh, I believe, is down. Um, uh, his four-seamer is getting the snot hit out of it. His about the same. Like... I, I don't know for whatever reason There's guys like a are point two to point three mile per hour difference per pitch. His guys his, are, his fastball uh, is point one mile per hour lower this year, so I wouldn't even say that. 
it's just it's location yeah his spray his location charts are really bad this year it's really bad um and it's frustrating because we know that he is capable of being an all-star mm-hmm. uh he's got an incredible fastball the curve is uh when it's working is great the change up when it's working is great but it hasn't worked at all this year so That'll probably be the juiciest matchup that the Mariners can imagine right now. Yeah. Uh, and then, of course, the third match, we'll, we will see Kevin Gossman fresh off of a loss uh, that was absolutely not his fault. Going up against Marco Gonzalez, another pitcher who uh, is has an average exit velocity on contact and is bottom tier in pretty much everything else. He is... One and four with a three point three eight ERA. I'm surprised his ERA is in double. He's a lefty. Uh, does not get a lot of strikeouts, but his WHIP right now is one point five three. He's, uh, yeah. I mean, his he, his metrics look a lot like Barrios. <laughs> in fact, yeah, they're in ba- the fact that they're really bad. <laughs> they're bad. The location isn't really. I don't know what's going on. Everything. His but, sinker average. His like sinker has been up at the top of the zone this year. So. I think if you're a pitcher, if if you're a Jays hitter, if you're not seeing a ball at the top of the zone, I'm just I'm just leaving it. Fastball tops out around 92, 93, but you'll a majority of them will be high 80s. Cutter is mid uh, 80s. Changeup will be slightly under 80, and then the curve is going to be in the high 70s. Nothing really to write home about. I kind of feel bad for this guy because looking at his metrics, he's just as bad as Barrios has been. His stats don't look that bad, but uh, who gives a shit? Uh, This is really just uh, the type of series with the the perfect trio of pitchers, I think, for the They're winnable games. They are winnable games, but then if you look at it from the perspective of the Mariners, they got Kikuchi, who they know everything about. So it yeah. could be a disaster for Kikuchi, and yet another start against an opponent who has scouted uh, the shit out of him. Uh, Jose Barrios, who uh, is having the worst career uh, or worst season of his career, uh, and then Kevin Gossman, who is really really good, uh, looking like an all star, Cy Young caliber getting saddled with losses because this team can't hit. Yeah. Um, but again, it all comes down to the hitting. Uh, I think, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, you got to blame, I guess you blame everybody, but at the same time, like, what is it? Can we blame it all on the, the, the ball that everybody's complaining about? Or is it more? No, is there I mean, more? it's also blaming it on players. Like I was looking yes. at, I was looking at Vladdy's profiles for uh, chase rates, and he's gone from being in like the top third of the league to being the bottom, the bottom fifth of the league. Like his his chase rate this year is in uh, I believe it's the nineteenth percentile. Yeah, and it's <laughs> that's bad. It's because all those shot those. Uh pitches that are like just outside the zone are getting called against him so yeah, now he feels like he has to swing defensively there. and it's like ah gee, can you really blame him i mean yes but yeah. i don't know 
it's just yeah it, it's it's crazy to me like all the rest of his numbers look great outside of the chase rate um but yeah he's just getting he's getting hammered on those away pitches by the umpires right now yep and until that stops happening it's tough for him to to shrink the zone down um, <clears throat> but everything else is fine i'm not worried about the contact at all in fact he's doing about it it's doing about what he did last year for for hard hit rates so um it's it's going to come around his expected bang average is 303 like he's he's fine it's just a matter of cutting down on those swings and misses for sure yeah all the hitters are going to uh recover yeah i think in a month's time we'll be in a completely different place in terms of where the, where the Blue Jays are with their offensive stats. Now that the team is healthy again, you can get some stability in your batting order. When you didn't have Danny Jansen, you didn't have Teoscar Hernandez, you were forced to play the Bradley Zimmers of the world. You were forced to DH Zach Collins. You were forced to have Tyler Heineman catching. Like Now those guys don't have to play in roles anymore where they're going to be hitting uh, in, like say, three games in a row or four games in a row wherever they're playing, right? It's just... You're not going to yeah. see that anymore. You're going to maybe have one of those guys in a game now. So the lineup is going to be stronger. You're going to have better hitters in front of you and behind you in the lineup, which is going to help each player get better pitches to see. So Patience. Give the t- Patience. It's, it's been what? Tasker came back in Cleveland in like the, the, for the doubleheader day and played one game there. So he's, he's only played like what, six, seven, eight games now since he's coming back. Give the guy another week to get going. Yeah. He had the same issues when he came, came back, back from COVID. Yeah. Um, and then he took off. I mean, yeah. Like give this team a week, give the lineup a week to settle into the, the order that they're in now. And then I think it'll, it'll turn around. The Jays are one in five since Teoscar Hernandez came back. He's four for twenty-four, which is a one sixty-seven batting average. Ten strikeouts in twenty-four yeah. at bats. Uh, no walks. Well, Teoscar's not going to walk, but I mean, the team is gripping the bat tightly too. Everybody feels terrible yeah. because all they do is they just keep uh, being ba- being bad, and it's just like that's just the way that it is. And, I mean, this team is scuffling along. They're still above 500. They're still uh, very much so, uh, you know, on everybody's radar as a, te- a team to beat. Um, patience to the fans. Patience to the hitters. Um, I guess that's it, man. Kind yeah. of a depressing episode, but maybe hey. we'll have more to talk about on Thursday. You only you're only given what you're given, right? So that's true. When when the team gives us poo poo, we give out poo poo. <laughs> that's true. So we'll be back Thursday night, uh, yeah. hopefully, uh, with a recap of better days uh, for the Jays. Boy, wouldn't it be nice to come back with a sweep? Would be great. Could use that right about now. Could use would like be... thirty runs in three games as well. But we'll yeah, just like an absolute hammering. It would be really nice. Conversely, I think if this team gets swept, <laughs> I don't know if I don't know if I I've got the I don't know if I'm strong enough. <laughs> <laughs> no, but really, guys, it's wouldn't as long as you're within seven games of five hundred, come the All Star game, you're fine. So just. 
enjoy the games or don't. If you find you can't watch these games without your mental health uh, plummeting, take take a night off. You don't have to watch this team. They're not going to win because you're watching, and they're not going to lose because you're watching either. Yeah. So it doesn't make you a Fairweather fan not to watch every single game. Don't exactly. listen to Yankees fans. <laughs> and don't listen to other teams' fans. They're all, all of them are guilty of the same things. Um, just enjoy life, Jesus. Long weekend coming up for Canadians. Yeah, May long. Yeah, Victoria Day. Yeah, Victoria Day weekend is is coming up next week. So enjoy it. Uh, we'll be coming back with a later episode uh, than usual uh, the following week because we're both out of town. But uh, we'll be back in time to preview the Cincinnati Reds. <laughs> I mean, man, if there was ever a week where this team was going to, like, explode and just start cranking, yeah. why not now? <laughs> why not now? Uh, so for Patrick, or sorry, for Justin, <laughs> it's Patrick. My God. Uh, thanks for taking the time to listen to the episode at BFMD Podcast. Look up BFMD Podcast anywhere uh, on the internet and you'll find us. Uh, we love you. You love us, etc. Uh, any final thoughts, Justin? No, let's uh, let's get out of here. I need to go watch the highlights of that Reds Pirates game because I just want to see <laughs> yeah. how how funny the eighth inning was. I just can't believe they you you lose when you no hit a team like that's just that is the 2022 Cincinnati Reds, and no matter how poor the Blue Jays are playing. It could, they could always be the Reds. So if you feel, if you want to feel bad for anybody, feel bad for Reds fans and feel bad for Joey Votto. Here, well, I'll give you something spicy to end on, everybody. Oh, if God. we don't make, if we don't make the playoffs this year, is Charlie fired? Yes. All right. <laughs> awesome. I think we'll I see agree. You guys on Thursday. See you on Thursday. But-